0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the It's
2: Become a Whole Thing podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose. And And I'm here with Sammy. Hi. Yes, we are together once again in cyberspace. Wow, it's like we finish each other's sandwiches. (laughs) Mentises.
1: That was the one time I didn't go. (laughs) We're we're in sync, and like we don't need to like you know do a big demonstration of it. We're twin flames. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever before we get into actual documentary? Have you ever heard a twin flame couple described that had any sort of
2: elements of a healthy and happy relationship? No, I haven't. When like when I think about twin flames and what the concept means to me and if it's real and if it could be real, I think about Lala and James from Vanderpump Rules. Okay, I think of Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly with
1: their little their wedding band made of thorns because it Love is painful physically and emotionally or something like that. Their whole thing that they do. Yeah. Yeah. Twin Flames is... I feel like it's dying out in popularity, but maybe I'm just not engaging with that type of spiritual content all that much
2: anymore. This should be the nail in the coffin, I would think.
1: Hopefully. Although people will always use some kind of justification some sort of backflips to justify a relationship that's shitty but they're not ready to realize that it's shitty
2: yeah i mean in the real world we just call them like abusive relationships toxic relationships um, yeah poorly matched relationships twin flames i feel like what i knew it to be was like a challenging relationship that helps you grow as a person where the person reflects back to you lots of things about yourself was kind of what I was getting, but this, they have a different definition in this cult.
1: Yeah. I, I understood it to be like two, one soul that was split into two bodies. Mm -hmm. And, but because of that, there's going to be a lot of hardship because it's like
2: you're mirroring back yourself. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of confrontation, a lot of self work has to be done, et cetera. But in the real world, the fucked up relationships I see are just abusive. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, and actually, that's a good uh, note to put a trigger warning on this whole episode because we're gonna be talking about the cult twin flame universe and the documentary about it, Escaping Twin Flames. But it's it basically is the cult rule book. It goes by all the abuse control
2: all that that comes with cults. Yeah. And then this one takes a weird detour into trans rights and identity. So huge trigger the warning weirdest. on that.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like gender dysphoria. It has a the weirdest... Take don't on it I want to say plot twist. Yeah. Just, a, just the most uh, fucked up way that it evolves. But we're going to break that all down. This whole cult... So it's like... Overall, I'd say like a spiritual MLM type of cult where it feels very reminiscent of Teal Swan's cult, very reminiscent of Scientology with like a bit of a LuLaRoe kind of twist on it.
2: Yeah, it it is that. It's a bit of Nexium. Clearly, the guy had like a bit of a thing for Keith Raniere and made everybody watch The Vow, which is <laughs> so funny and ironic. Um, He's like, I'm nothing like this guy. <laughs> well, they ha- he made them write a
1: vow to then write an essay on why he's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> why he's not a cult leader. Why I'm different Later than on. this guy.
2: But it's like, you know, sometimes what you're drawn to is just your twin flame. I'm sorry. I can't stop saying <laughs> twin It's so <laughs> crazy how their whole concept, though. I would love to just, like, get into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to dive into it. So to set the scene also the 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 cult leader is like every
2: scraggly dusty male cult leader out there yeah he reminds me a lot of the type of man that you see in um bitcoin scams polyamory sort of scams like he's it's interesting that these kind of guys become obsessed with the sacred masculine and how they embody that when clearly they've been teased their whole life for not embodying that, like having a very slight feminine frame, very thin feminine hands, soft facial features, just like a feminine looking man, I would say. Yeah. And, and that little goatee is not, not fooling us. No, but he's that- he's chosen to go completely the other way and be like nine million women are pursuing me and like i'm just so well fucked (laughs) (laughs) when he said that oh my god i actually immediately
1: control deleted my mind i eternal sunshine that out of my head and now it's back in. it's like on a loop like he's so gross well we're we're (laughs) gonna get into all of his dynamics but we know that men don't go to
2: therapy and they'll do anything but going to therapy hmm they'll start a cult they'll they'll declare themselves the second coming of Jesus um and and his yeah. his deck his like backup for that really had me rolling when he was like the thing yeah. is like we were just we were sleeping we were dreaming we were having downloads we were having visions and and my girlfriend had a vision that I was Jesus Christ and so I looked at a picture of Jesus and then I looked at a picture of myself and it's the same guy <laughs> it is a jeff looks like a caucasian man (laughs) with a a dry spindly little goatee and he's like i look exactly like jesus i have like long hair blonde hair blue eyes and a beard and he's like and why is jesus always portrayed that way like you think he'd be like a middle eastern looking person but there's a reason he's drawn like this and it's because it's actually me jeff it's jeff yeah jeff
1: all along jeff j jesus jeff are we putting this together like i am yeah yeah it and like it would be the name jeff you know like the most just like just standard model name so we start off the documentary and this is a three-part netflix documentary which I recommend you can I encourage you to watch it or just listen to our recap. Just sit back and relax and yeah, I don't think you need, to, you need to, watch have it. to watch it.
2: Yeah, we'll give it no, to you. No,
1: just listen, just listen to us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but we start off with clips. And there's endless clips because these people are making their members their cult members be in these like hours and hours of online seminars every day and they're all recorded never ending zoom calls from hell yeah which that should have been a deterrent but it shows that jeff is at least i don't even want to give him the credit for saying being smart but just really good at manipulation Mm -hmm.
2: yeah i mean i think he quickly tapped into the potential of the pandemic making people very lonely making people online all the time on zoom all the time on facebook in their beds like in very vulnerable lonely places and Mm. he's one of the many 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 online facebook forum cult leaders that sprang up from that and i've been in one I have yeah. been a member of a cult called Pussy Magic online, um, and I just—oh my read- god!
1: I think I remember. I think I was temporarily.
2: Yeah, it used to be called Sacred Sisterhood or something like that. And Sacred Woman Wolf Sisterhood. Yeah, something, traveling magic. Yep, yeah. s- yeah. circus plants like that. And the and like I just couldn't take my eyes off the wild and crazy posts that people would make, and how like lost in the sauce people were like I was never you know truly in it but I thought maybe there'd be something I could glean but then I couldn't it was like a kind of a freak show to me so I I, I never truly drank the kool-aid but like one of us did one of us in the zoom I yeah one of us who is on this call right
1: now I'm being looked at with judgmental eyes but there are the oh. eyes of truth I no no not ju- I'm judging myself actually that's I'm looking back mirroring back at myself how appalled I feel at my past self for handing over money and time to these cult leaders mine wasn't that Facebook group I don't I mean no no It, it it's just mine the- was in other other basically I <laughs> I was just trying to phone
2: God, <laughs> to anyone who picked up, you know, I'd be down to talk to. Your, yours you? was an MLM coaching scheme, which does have parallels with this cult that we'll be discussing today. I was thinking of that cult. What cult were you thinking? Yeah. Of? Okay. Oh, just, my, just overall, like the
1: whole world of spiritual magic, but immersing myself in it 100% to the point of feeling guilty about like manifesting negative thoughts that sort of thing like I mind controlled myself but then I actually did hand over four thousand dollars to this, this spiritual business coach and and I say this not because I'm proud of it but because I understand these folks and how yeah. they're smart people that end up in these things yeah definitely. all you have to do is just be lonely and desperate enough for some answers but yeah the, the, the cult started off relatively relatively chill. And it started off a, a couple of years before um, the pandemic. But the pandemic is really where it hooked its claws into a lot of people. But it was around 2016 when Jeff and his wife, Sh- Shaylee, they talk about how they found each other. They found their twin flame. And they wanted to teach others how to have healthier and loving relationships. We then immediately meet... Paula, who's twin sister, she joined this cult and is still there by choice. They're not sure actually. There she's she's there in this cult still to this day. As much as it's a high control group that comes along with cutting people off. You have to cut people
2: out of their lives who are gonna talk some sense into you. It's it's textbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah they utilize the send a letter to your family telling them you're never going to talk to them again. And like, you just don't want any negative influences in your life and just dedicate yourself to this community, this family, this chosen family, they called themselves something like a soul family.
1: Yeah, well, that was Yeah, so that was brought in later on. But basically, anyone who cuts into your energy, anyone who takes you down who is trying to mess with you looking for your twin flame, which is going to bring you All the joy and happiness that Jeff and Shaylee feel. They're just an energy vampire and you have to cut them out. Uh, But then we also meet Keely, who was a high up member in the Twin Flame universe. She had been dating this guy named Colby... And it didn't work out. So she just moved across country, moved back in with her parents. And then it's just Googling like how to find love. Like I'm yeah. lonely. I'm sad. That's how their SEO game is strong because there's all these people finding them through just Googling. Like, yeah. They help, had, help me.
2: I'm lonely. They they were Googling stuff like what's a connection you just can't explain or why, why does a relationship not work out when you thought it would just stuff like. Unexplainable breakup, unexplainable connection that is not in your life anymore. Like trying to find other people who are going through these things. And God knows I've done this. And I have found forums and message boards and Reddit and Quora and all those things of people like writing in their stories so that you just feel less alone. I know. I've
1: done it too. Like I've. Uh it brought me back to so many like 2018 infographics about twin flames and being like, Oh, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, it's supposed to be like pain and suffering. But like, if you just tough it out, like you get your soulmate.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It's like, it's, it's also just, it's well time because I, I, um, I actually have an episode coming out next week with um, Casey Davis, who she's a therapist and relationship expert. And it was all about like red flags in the love is blind world. But We talked about the whole fact that, like, relationships, yeah, okay, they take work, but, like, they really should not be that hard or unpleasant.
2: Yeah, and there's no one-size-fits-all experience of a relationship and working through relationship problems. And, like, there's a reason why there are certified counselors, there are couples counselors, there are therapists, there are psychologists, psychiatrists, if you need that and there's there's systems for that and then you know just going to jeff online is going to get you is going to get you different results that might scramble your brain forever
1: yeah oh yeah we're big believers in couples therapy like it's going to be in different seasons but if you're if if you need 9 hours of online zoom coaching with jeff like just to try to love your partner maybe maybe take a step back which is what a lot of these people had to do so keely was Sad in her basement, discovered Twin Flame Universe, and Jeff's like, what are you waiting for? Why would you move across the country just because you and your boyfriend broke up? Like, go back and get him. That's where we start to see the beginnings of how the whole ethos of this group is you have to find your Twin Flame, but then you have to get them by any means necessary. And they frequently Eh.
2: say you already know them. They're like, we think you already know your Twin Flame. And you're like, Really? And they're like, yeah, like, do you know any guys at work or like any, any guys you dated that it just didn't work out with? And you're like, well, I mean, there was so-and-so and and they're like, that's him. (laughs) Like, go get him, go to his house.
1: Yeah. There's zero chance of a, of a lonely, horny person feeling like a bit of attraction and like shining it on to, we should be together. Like
2: there's, that's scientifically impossible. (laughs) What, what? What I think they offered that was a little different than all the other people doing exactly more or less what they do is they were willing to name names. They are willing to be like, okay, God comes through us. He'll tell us the name of your true twin flame. And we're going to tell you what that is. And then all you have to do is just get that person and make that happen. Seal the deal. We'll get you all the way there, except for the final step.
1: Yeah, I know. No, they were, very specific. That's where it also kind of reminded me of Mormon fundamentalism, where, like Joseph Smith, when he was inventing the religion um he like there was a lot of ladies that were joining the religion and then he suddenly looked in the hat and he got a new revelation that men should take on many wives and it was like oh like they just they're they're smooth with their add-ons to this experience as they keep going yeah
2: the add-ons as the situation is changing it's in flux you're saying okay we've got a lot more women than we have men okay what's uh you know that's a little little hint as to what's going to come but They worked with what they were given.
1: They they sure did. They spun some of their own gold out of this, but before, so before we get further in, like basically the premise of this, anyone could join this online course at the at the end of the day, on the most shallow level, it's a course that costs two hundred twenty-two dollars a month. There's thirty-eight thousand people in their Facebook group, and it's it's on. mirroring exercise that's their claim to fame is the mirror exercise where uh the example is i'm upset at bob because he rejected me is your initial statement and then you have to reframe it to say i'm upset at myself because i rejected myself everything is your own fault Mm -hmm. and so that's that's where it i think falls under the same category as every spiritual cult where it's all on taking like our feelings of shame and guilt that we all have
2: about our own shortcomings and being like you're right
1: Mm -hmm.
2: like and i'm affirming this it is your fault and that if you just listen to me i'll tell you how to control your reality and stop these things from happening to you like that was very nexium you know like yeah it's very like you're a big loser
1: because like all these insecurities are having are real. Like that's what you're focused on. Let's help you focus on other things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and also like the tw- they they say that the twin flame will also help you have a loving relationship with yourself. So who doesn't want who doesn't want love and riches? Oh yeah, and and you get rich after after you meet your twin flame. Yeah, that's like part of it. <laughs>
2: like yeah once once you get into the community not only will they hook you up with the love of your life but they're also going to make you rich so you cannot lose like it's just wins stacked on top of wins are going to be coming your way (laughs) yeah Yeah. and and they'll help
1: you do that basically by using the same techniques as those etsy people that draw your soulmate and then tell you to go find them oh i didn't know about that yeah there's only <laughs> people for ten, for like ten bucks you can just you can get them to just draw a picture and then you just have to look in the crowd. for oh my that God. picture
2: that's so fun like that's that's the thing is that I love a good charlatan and I love to just like pay for people anyone who says they have the answer, they're like, oh, I'll do a reading, I'll do a palm reading, I'll do a future reading, whatever. I'm like, yeah, like take my money and tell me anything because I'm so lost and I literally know nothing and I'm scared. I know, I know. If we had unlimited funds, like, how many mediums would be we be seeing? I would have mediums on staff. There would never not be a medium touching me or some sort of healer. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I need 24-7 healing. Like, I'm yeah. wrecked.
1: The, yeah, we would have, like, a genshaw squad of, like, eight people just supporting us in, like, different ways. Totally. I'd have, Yeah. Um, But, so... Luckily, we're not in that position, so we don't have to fuck around and find out. Okay, so then we meet Angie, who meets a guy traveling, and she feels like they've always known each other. They have a divine connection. This guy's not into her immediately. Like, he's not down. She tried to kiss him. He's not down. And so she Googles, intense feelings about someone, but I'm not with them. And like, twin flames keep popping up, and then twin flame universe and ends up joining this group and is quickly on coaching calls day and night and so you have um, you have a journalist starting to take notice of this group Sarah Berman and she talked about the twin flame uh mirroring exercise how how similar it is to a lot of high control groups and that really hit me hard because of just how many spiritual teachings and things that I've followed that have that same logic. Like everything is about the individual. Everything's about you. It's all on your fault. Like basically replacing like this is you sinning with this is you having
2: low vibrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that you can control every goddamn thing that happens to you. You can avoid every rejection, every death, every a bad thing yeah. in life or you can deal with it differently if you just get stronger spiritually yeah
1: which m- must mean that we're weak bitches because mm-hmm. <laughs> our vibes are off as fuck r- <laughs> right down on the ground yeah <laughs> and lois can be getting out the excavator but that's that's our truth but jeff meanwhile he is he doesn't have any followers yet he, she investigates his beginnings and as, as it started, he just went on his little travels. He started to joke about being uh, a leader and listeners, we just paused and Sam corrected me that it's not Shaylee but Shalia. And you're right, because <laughs> Shalia is not even her name. Her name's Michelle, but she had a conscious journey with a spiritual teacher who made her realize that her name was Shalia Plant plant with an e Uh (laughs) name spelled s h a l e i a shalia plant and shalia and jeff actually met by shalia just messaging him online she said are you horny that was how she started and he replied will yes will you marry me well and and that was
2: your your truncated conversation a little bit first she said you horny that was indeed the the initial line and then he said always But I'm busy with nine million women pursuing me at all times. And then they ended up talking, and within half an hour, he did say, Hey, will you marry me? So, this is the people that are giving advice so that other people can try to have some level of the game that they have. They're like, and it's all coming back to you, horny. Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> I know. I had so much PTSD from, like,
1: this is, like, every third guy that you meet in, like, any kind of hip, remotely hippie-ish type of community or area. Like, all, all along the North American West Coast, you mm-hmm. find Jeff's just running amok.
2: Yeah, Jeff was, um, like, a backpacker, a traveler, and then he had, like, little websites being, like, here are my adventures, and then he started to the awakenedspirituality.net pipeline.
1: Yeah. And thank God that not all these men have enough riz to start a cult (laughs) or hold cult members.
2: I know. Jeff is just barely on this side of like, okay looking. Like if he was 1% less symmetrical and 1% shorter, he would not even have had the you horny DM that started this all. I don't know. Keith Raniere is not hot, but they are. But he didn't start uh, with a you horny DM. (sighs) He had, it took him a long time and a lot of psychological manipulation before he could get into some drawers. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. But, but what we're leaving out of this story
1: is that we don't know how many people that he's chatting with in this,
2: whatever chat room they're in that it's okay to i think with, she like, messaged him on facebook like i feel like oh, this is I... like a millennial hellscape of facebook messaging but i digress i think just being on in a facebook group that's a red flag oh my god yeah that if we if there's one takeaway from this it's like leave any facebook group you're in
1: <laughs> nothing good well happens i'm in there.
2: I'm banned from Facebook
1: Marketplace, which was the one good part of it. So I can't g- go on any of it now. <laughs> so they, I'm.
2: They threatened me the other day too. I was like, "What have I ever what? done?" <laughs> they were like, "We're this close to taking away your Facebook Marketplace for privileges." I'm like, "What? Okay." Anyway, they're on some don't
1: bullshit. don't go down that route. Behave yourself, because I tried to create a new account, and they were like, "No, we still know it's you, bitch." Like <laughs> <They> were... <laughs> we we recognize that phone number from and anywhere. What did you do? <laughs> what was your crime? My crime? I do know what my crime was. (laughs) It's because in my old, in my old apartment, I had this, like, I had this swing that I, that I had put up. It was in a little frame. It was in like a, a frame. And it was just, it would just suspend me. It was my little sensory swing. And it was so nice. And it was not for sex. Like, I'm sure some people use these kind of things for sex. Like, I get it. But <laughs> I'm honestly telling the truth right now. It's like, it was like being in a little womb. Like, it just was not sexy vibes to me. Okay. And then <laughs> I'm moving in to the new place. And I was trying to sell it. But I got all these creepy messages of people like, can you fuck in this? Like, what kind of, how? Asking about people's weights. And I'm like, I, look okay like I all fed up I think I sent a snappy message to someone um and
2: yeah so <laughs> That's it. okay so we don't know if they banned you because they thought you were trying to sell used sex gear or if they banned you because you were too mean to the prospective perspective <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> yes <laughs> somewhere so, in there I got get got twisted I'm like I'm
1: I'm in Quebec can I not get some acrobat to get to purchase this like Whoa. the whole thing was supposed to be for aerial yoga but i would just like nap in it
2: (laughs) i know i know i believe you i stand with you um (laughs) okay (laughs) so we're back to jeff ian's early websites awakenintimacy.met uh he was saying he could heal cancer any fatal disease you had he was saying, I have the power to actually heal that. So he started off really hot out of the gate. And then he thought, whoa, whoa, Jeff, maybe I should reel this back. I could be opening myself up legally to some kind of liability here. Um, Well,
1: and also, like, you with cancer, you can very easily prove or disprove if you say you can heal it. Love and find your soulmate, that you could just...
2: You can just figure that out as you go. You just shine it on. uh yeah, yeah. You could. He was like, "It'll be anything I say. It is. I say you're in love with this lamp. I say your your postman is your true love, and then you, they have to do it." So, yeah, he figured well, out that's when, that he needs to yeah. get out of the cancer thing, get into the love game. Get a, the,
1: yeah, the cancer, the cancer game is not buying what he's trying to sell, but the love game is. So he gets into it and meanwhile, so remember Keely who had moved away from her ex-boyfriend, just like move the fuck across the country. Now go get your man, go show up at his door. Like they're literally encouraging them to show up on their doorstep if they need. Mm-hmm. Um, Keely's ex Colby actually was down and heard her out and also watched the videos that she showed him where he had a spiritual experience And suddenly they get propelled to the poster children for Twin Flame University. They're hosting a fundraiser to go fund like fancy dates of theirs. Like they're encouraging them to post like highlight reels. They become they become coaches. Mm -hmm. They're having fundraisers being held for them. They and they're suddenly magical, magically coaches, which is the introduction that we get to their coaching MLM scheme. And this they were the first ones. Yeah,
2: this is like such an important part of any MLM because the first people you get under you. Yeah, they had a GoFundMe for seven thousand dollars for a housewarming gift for them. This couple is like fairly good looking. They are like articulate people. Seem to like them, so they're like, okay, great. We're going to make these our our tent pole for this whole thing. They're going to be our first coaches underneath us. They're going to go out there and recruit, recruit, recruit and kick back up some stuff to us. Yeah. And it quickly spirals out of control,
1: which we're going to get into right after this quick break.
3: Do you love anime, gaming movies and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray.
1: And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of.
3: Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is dot mcom
1: Okay, so we're back in the break. And this coaching empire quickly spawned. So you have Jeff and... Sh- oh my God, I
2: can't say Sh- her name. I Shalia. You spell it differently every Sh- time just to give yourself a little <laughs> In the challenge. notes, I know. yeah, it's a- Shalia... Yeah. Well,
1: I think I just, my, my brain rejects her made up conscious, spiritual channel mm-hmm. name, but whatever. Her Jeff and Julia are at the top. Yeah, exactly. It's very plain name. Then there's the master ascension coaches, then the certified ascension coaches, and then the regular members who they're trying to recruit into becoming the first level coach. So they do their first meetup. And of course there's oming and chanting, and then they roll out the idea of their soul family and the Soul family is everyone in the room with them. And they start to convince the people there that anyone who's questioning if this weird cult has any sort of weird vibe, that they're not serving you and you need to cut them out. Mm-hmm. So one of the first big victims of this is Steph, Stephanie, the the twin of Paula, who we made at the start of this. And right then and there, they Uh, They convince her that her family is abusing her. And this is something that's really reminiscent of Teal Swan and a lot of cults in general is, is planting false memories. And I, I, I don't say that lightly because we, like you are meant to believe victims, but this is something where they're bringing on people that worked in the military on operations where they're doing mind control exercises like interrogation techniques and they're planting memories in members that didn't exist. Like things that once the people who managed to escape, once they left, they realized, yeah, none of these things were valid. It was just them cutting them off from the people in their lives. They get her to write a letter saying goodbye. She writes the same letter to her family, her parents and her sisters and they, uh, th- these people can do it all because they not only can tell you who's right and wrong to have in your life, but they can do a ceremony channeling where they call on someone's twin flame and figure out who your twin flame is. So now we meet Marley who like the argument at this point is always like, don't you want what Keely and Colby have? they they have this incredible relationship. Their their first success story, and Marley, uh, has a channeled ceremony that they do for her. They all go to an Airbnb. They channel her soulmate, and and then she's expected to wait for someone to pop out of somewhere in her life anywhere. This happens to be in a twin flame forum on Facebook. This this is a a millennial hellscape because a lot of this is going down in the Facebook dms are they dms on (laughs) they're basically like poking each other into a yeah into a horrifying relationship
2: well yeah with this girl this 19 year old like little girl she she just had a guy from the group posting on her timeline like sending her youtube like he just saw her picture and thought this is a pretty girl i'm gonna like send her songs that i like and like you know Show my interest in her, but he was a really weird guy,
1: a weird, creepy weirdo. And even if he wasn't creepy, committed the egregious offense of sending her a song that he wrote with lyrics about loving her. Um, that's just a nightmare in in any context. Um, but they they have her there and then, like fess up to this because. They just did the ceremony and someone's going to come out of the woodwork. Creepy, creepy guy. Josh comes out of the woodwork. So they're like, oh, okay, So
2: Josh is your twin flame. Like, go get him. Yeah. And he's 11 years older. He has schizoaffective disorder. He is barred from leaving the state because he has pending charges against him. And she says he's a complete creep. In person. Yeah. Not not her state, Utah. So
1: she has to move to Utah to go be with him. Because she's being encouraged. Like, you have to go get him. Or he can get you, but he's not legally allowed to. So you have to go get him. So they encourage her to move, which she does immediately. And they're being pressured into getting married. Everyone is being pressured into getting married. It's it's a very um, <laughs> religious, heterosexual connotations At this point, which also takes a really weird turn very Mm -hmm. soon. But at this point, she's encouraged to get married. So are Keely and Colby. Who they do. They get engaged after two months. And they're being paraded out there. They look so incredibly uncomfortable.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And any hesitation that, that they have is a mental block. So put a pin in Keely and Colby. We meet Elle. Who... Elle Elle is the first example of how successful they were in their brainwashing. So Elle has this ex and she's encouraged to text him because they're like, oh, the ex is your twin flame. So she's texting him, texting him. I kind of felt like Elle was underplaying this a little bit, but she was at the same club as him one night and she'd been sending him so many texts that this guy had been documenting and saving all of them for potential police case against her she said that he thought she followed him out we don't know whether that's true or not she said it was all like under the
2: false idea that she was well, following him out but he, the thing is he had an active restraining order against her <laughs> so,
1: no not at this point
2: no, no he did he did that's why she was hauled off to jail because <laughs> oh. she violated it you can't just go to jail and show the cops some texts and be like my ex is here <laughs> they take them away she was like look i had a really really rough breakup i had trouble accepting it they were telling me you have to get this guy back he is your twin flame so i was fucking showing up calling him constantly being like you are my twin flame we have to get back together and he was like stop it l you are not my twin flame leave me alone and she wouldn't and so yeah this was this was rock bottom for l getting hauled out of the club on her birthday in cuffs
1: well i mean i think the part that i when she said, like, he thought, he, she didn't mean to follow him out, but he thought she was. I was like, eh, maybe she's might Yeah,
2: no. She said she was there that's first it, that's and a- he just happened to be there. So that was, like, the final straw. But it's like, but you've already admitted to showing up uninvited and restrained several times. So either way, she was stalking him, encouraged by this cult.
1: Yeah, no, I would say her rock bottom came after she was laying in her jail cell doing mirroring exercises on herself. To mentally get herself out of there,
2: mm-hmm yeah, she was in there for months because she didn't want to call her ex, obviously, and she didn't want to call her parents because she thought they were demonic. So,
1: that's and these rough. were the only two numbers she knew because the cult had said, like, yeah, you can't talk
2: to your family. Well, I don't you fa- legally can't talk to your ex. I don't know any numbers. If I went to jail, I would literally be there for life until someone came and found me. <laughs> I don't know anyone's number to do my last phone call. <laughs>
1: actually I know that thought made me was I was like maybe I should start I should memorize like two numbers
2: yeah yeah that'd be good um we should do that
1: after this (laughs) um just a mental note to myself anyhow so um going back to Angie this is the person who met a guy traveling he was not into it this guy seems like he's He's getting,
2: he's getting into it. They've, well, look, they've formed a deep friendship. They've text all the time. He invites her to a cabin for Thanksgiving. They're in there. And then she's like, the mood was right. So I went to kiss him and he kissed me back, but then he stood up and was like, this is wrong. It just feels like kissing my sister. And later he ended up getting into a relationship with a man. Um, But that didn't stop her. And like, she was like, okay, he didn't like kissing me, but the coaches were like no that's your man that's your man <laughs> go get it it was a
1: it was a 2016 style cult and douchebaggery because the guy kept comparing how the members to honey badgers mm-hmm. remember the honey badger doesn't give a fuck yeah he basically based his teachings off of that this is a direct quote you don't fucking back down because like the honey badger you don't give a fuck yeah he
2: said you're a honey badger of love and it's like what a terrifying concept <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh yeah aren't they incredibly scary and dangerous yeah the exactly point?
2: vicious aggressive frightening it's like that those are not that's not the vibe of love but okay whatever creep so yeah yeah so things are not going well for angie with her gay boyfriend and Elle, who's in jail for stalking um but they they don't they're continued to be sucked in jeff's like you know what i'll give you guys a break on the course fees if you guys start working under well, no me
1: l gets bailed out finally decides after a couple months okay i really want to get out of jail i am gonna call my mom who spends her retirement savings to bail her out she's back living at her mom's house because she has nothing after being in jail you think she would leave but jeff's like okay i see you having resistance right now don't worry classes are on me but you do have to work for me full time
2: Mm -hmm, more than full time work around the clock for my weird agency and then He starts getting all the cult members to, like, do his bidding.
1: Yeah. And then the courses quickly spiral and evolve. So then they have to take a life purpose course where they spend $3,000 to learn that their purpose is to serve Jeff. They have to do mind alignment processes. This is where they bring in former military members to essentially do um, strange mind control exercises to plant false memories. And, okay, I'm going to give Jeff points for being an industrious entrepreneur because they even get into meal plans here like they make a, one of their businesses is divine dish where they tell them they have to eat grounding foods to find their soulmate um i was a bit i was a bit <laughs> triggered by this I'm sorry. they were they, this okay i'm sorry keely was like I had to follow this diet it was all carbs and red meat I gained 70 pounds in a year and like we all did I was like s- Keely like same and same but like not in a cult just
2: nobody was my telling life. me I just felt so sad that I started yeah I know and it's like I really laughed out loud when they showed like this sc- <laughs> the carousel of the meal <laughs> meal plans it was like gigantic steak hoagies just overflowing like quadruple hot dogs and she she's like and he would say I had to have every (laughs) bite oh my god and you
1: know you know that's how I eat when I'm stressed like I just want pile pile of meats um and carbs and I have gained about that much weight so like uh, anyway this is not about me at all this is this is not I'm gonna bring this back to this is not about that, but I was like, damn, Keely, like I'm glad you're on track. Um, yeah, that's great. That's great that you got out of the divine dish, because apparently I'm living the divine dish lifestyle <laughs> anyway. Um, so Keely and Colby are now appointed as CEOs all of a sudden of Twin Flame Universe. But it was just a prop because Jeff's like, okay, as CEO, basically putting the responsibility of the business on them. And that responsibility is partly finding a way for the leaders to get a tax shelter. So of course they become a church and a nonprofit, Mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. Um, They they love Jesus now, but Jesus is also kind of Jeff. Jesus Um, is
2: Jeff. They're the same guy. And the church is called Church of Union and all of his other little scams are under the umbrella of the church of union. So now the divine dish is even more divine, et cetera. And they're getting tax breaks.
1: Yeah. And this is where things take a turn for what seems to be in a direction of being encouraging peoples um, to be open about their sexuality, but is actually incredibly homophobic. So Angie The one who was into this guy who didn't like her and started dating a man quickly after was told that it was all about divine feminine, divine masculine. So it's because she was acting so masculine that this guy took off. And also everything was out of whack. But they start to realize they need to get going with classifying people off with their soulmates they need to their twin flames they need to
2: yeah put their twin flames in front of them because the, the people are found the people in the cult are saying like listen we've been doing these teachings for years now but how come so many of us are still single what's like you have to show results if you have no re- like the results were not good at this point there was not a lot of link-ups happening with who they said their original soul uh twin flames were so they had to rethink this whole well Game. this is this is this is inappropriate but i was i couldn't help but laugh when like they
1: were like all, all so many of us are even further from our twin flame than when we first started it's like yes yeah, you guys are all acting weird because you're in a cult yeah of course
2: that the, i imagine the restraining orders were stacking up like with the with the advice that they were telling people to like go after people they didn't even like and stalk them and force them to be with them so anyway so things are not going good and mostly it's women in these groups women who feel like they're ready for a relationship they don't know why they're not attracting one they're trying to like do some self-work to try and uh, you know attract it in but there's just not enough and they're het- mostly heterosexual there is some like gen- like yeah it's some gay people there is some trans people in this group but it's mostly heterosexual women looking for and the, a man and, and it's hetero help because it's like jeff at
1: the top who's avoiding therapy by doing this call and all these women who are like Life's not going great, the problem must be me and me alone. Like mm-hmm. it's
2: like an exaggerated trope of like what everyone's. It's so real. It's so like it. an exaggerated version of what's on like Bumble, I would think. Like a lot of accomplished yeah. women who have everything except for love and they feel like they just want that last missing piece and then, you know, like most men don't even fucking care, <laughs> so they're not even in the group to begin with. So they just start saying we're going to tell you if you embody the divine masculine or the divine feminine, and we're going to start pairing you guys up. Yeah.
1: And what that means, once you're assigned divine masculine, you are a man according to them. So you have to now start acting like a man, change your name, change the way you dress, uh, change everything about yourself to be a man. And the, the, it's so wild because it's like they're promoting it's like they're promoting people becoming trans in a
2: very homophobic guise. Extremely transphobic way, because they're saying what you feel you are inside what gender you identify with actually doesn't matter. It just matters what I say you are. Like all, yeah. all, all these women that were suddenly paired up with other women and they're saying, actually you're a man and you need to transition. It, they were like, I don't feel like that's accurate. And they're like, well then you're just like in denial, like do some more mirroring, do some more work, like gaslighting yeah. the shit out of people and making them shave their head, change their name, uh, you know, have, have surgery. There was two, at least two cases of top surgery in the documentary. So.
1: hmm." And, and it's really heartbreaking because at this point you're hearing interviews from parents who are still cut off of contact with their kids and they're crying and they're also struggling to use their kids' new pronouns who had all undergone either some type of hormone therapy or just told that they're now trans. And they're like struggling to use those pronouns, but it's like under the, with the understanding that for most of them, they never expressed any desire to be trans before and they're assuming like it's all coming from this cult. And one of the moms who had lost her um her her child to this when she came to her and 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 came out as trans, she she just said, like, is this how you feel, or is this how they're telling you how to feel? Which started to actually break her out of it because I'm using she because this is this is a woman who's interviewed who's like yeah no i i it was a question that was said in in a really important way where she was delicately dancing around knowing that her daughter's in a cult and can very easily cut her out and clearly this is like just something that she's being guided to do not what she wants but just that question of like okay i accept but is this is this you where is this coming from
2: Yeah. And And when the cult initially was starting up, they were saying that they were very, very open to the LGBTQ community. They had um, members that talked in the documentary that were lesbian. They had a trans woman who said she felt extremely supported and loved and love bombed at the beginning. And that was a time when she had no one else in her life supporting her because she, she lost a lot of people in the transition and, And needed that love and that support. So they preyed on these people. They invited them in. They made them feel a part of it. And then they were like, actually, like Jeff, what's his name, did some sermon about how like, you can be a man and have sex with another man, but you might as well be shaking hands because there is no such thing as homosexuality. The only kind of sex there can be is between a man and a woman, a penis and a vagina and he's like, and when, if I tell you that you're actually masculine and you're like, I feel like I'm feminine and have a vagina. He's like, you need to like, real, you need to like separate yourself from that vagina and feel the air penis like <laughs> enter you. And, like, it was just like, whoa. And so people started dropping the fuck off at this time. Thank God. Yeah.
1: Like, but not, but some stayed like some, yeah, the, it really is unfortunate. Like the ones who stayed, who went through with the transition, like the ones who had cut off their family and were still under this control. They they interviewed an expert, a scholar, an expert on trans identity and who put it really well where he was saying like the red flag that he was coming across was listening to their testimonies. And instead of hearing people, anyone saying like, oh, I want to get, I wanted to get closer to who I am. They were all saying like, I want to get closer to who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so which is just so hard. It's such a hard pill to swallow to have stories like this coming out in this current I know climate where it's so hostile to trans people to then have this thing that now like it's just giving uh, big it's like leverage to be like, "Oh, you know, trans people are
2: a cult, like or they'll regret it or it's not like a real thing and it's Yeah, and and they're espousing all those ideologies in this cult while also forcing people to transition. It's, like, very dark-sided and complex and definitely will contribute to, like, transphobia. And yeah, I feel like the directors tried to address this by, like, having the expert, and they had, like, a chyron at the end being, like, less than 1% of people who transition experience regret and please like speak to experts if you're feeling gender dysphoria or, or anything like that. But yeah, no, it's bad.
1: Yeah. And so that went off the regular script of your average cult, but what was very on par and very on brand was Jeff prepared to build a compound. And that's just, that is always the next step. You got to get everyone in the same location. So He's pairing people up. All these people are now taking on a new gender identity or transitioning and they're building this multi-million dollar farm in Michigan where he wants all the members to live and they're supposed to have babies. How did he get money from for this farm? Well, they were getting filthy rich off of the, all the money they were making from their members. In the classic instance of financial control, they had to hand over all their money to him. And of the couples who couldn't biologically reproduce together, Jeff would be the one picking the sperm donor. So they're now realizing like, okay, we are in, we're in too deep. So Keely and Colby essentially try to leave in the middle of the night and bring Marley with them. And poor Marley is now couldn't be much older than like 20 and 21 and marley's like weighing the sunken cost fallacy of like okay i already put three years of my life into this um should i really like leave now and go against it all but they all end up leaving and it marley our sisters hello
2: really
1: what oh yeah that's her sister Oh my god, I thought they meant like the whole I thought the whole
2: time they were talking about sisters like cults like like the cult family sisters. No, like she she brought I believe she brought her real sister into it, that's Marley, and she thought she was helping her, and then she ended up, you know, fucking up her whole life. So she's got a lot of guilt. Oh my god. Okay. I thought it was cult I mean they, they look the same. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> if they're saying sister, I don't know. They're both just beautiful <laughs> redheads.
3: Um,
1: yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But that's, that's something they kind of like, they, they end on is Marley cuts off Keely. She's like, look, Keely's been around for too much of my pain and suffering, has inflicted too much pain and suffering on it. And they address how difficult it is for cult members to leave. Because if you're in a cult for long enough, they're going to get you to do some fuck shit. They're going to get you to do some bad things.
2: You, yeah, you then just, you hate you yourself. To. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then you're trying to bail yourself out of that by using their techniques. But it ends on a very teary reunion between Keely and Angie where Keely's apologizing for what she did to an- Angie. They, they both understand and express so much love for each other and really are expressing all the sentiments of someone leaving an abusive relationship.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. And I, you know, I won't give... Jeff and Shalia, any credit, but at least they haven't a- attempted to kill or silence any of the members that have left the cult. It was like kind of just a, well, freaking- they kind
1: of, well, they kind of did like not. Okay. That's a big accusation. Allegedly there. They, they didn't kill anyone, but there was a member in their group, in their Facebook group who kept posting about being depressed, being depressed over and over. And they were just advised, like do the mirroring exercises and this person ended up taking their own life, and it's like, okay, it's not on a group to be saving any anyone's life. Like it's not on a Facebook group, but at the same time, like this person was really actively involved in this group and was clearly influenced
2: by it. Uh, yeah, I, I just meant in terms of retribution for leaving. Like did they ruin a lot of lives? Absolutely, of course. And the one that's most concerning to me is that they they had a daughter. Like and they like well, after um I mean, they they were doing gender selective IVF and then they had a miscarriage. But now they have a daughter named Grace, who they say will never experience relationship in her life. She won't be allowed to like meet someone, have sex, anything like that, because she is like the third member of their twin flame situation. So she'll be like a fully self-sufficient like asexual reproducing or like organism of some kind. So, you know, this poor, innocent child will be dragged into this. And I I do hope she is removed from their care at, at the very least. Like, you know, she's not an adult. She doesn't have any chance to make her own decisions or leave. Um, and yeah, that's the saddest part for me. That,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's really unfortunate that they're still reproducing. It's really unfortunate that the initial family we meet who lost their daughter, their sister to this cult is still in the cult and married to the person that she was assigned to. It's basically arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's hard to because even if this had been disbanded when one cult dies down, another pops up in its place, now probably more than ever very easy to get people roped in online like in the same mm-hmm. way that it foments any kind of extremism or any kind of
2: providing answers to people who are really isolated and people are only getting more troubled and looking online more and more for answers and i think they they said somewhere in this that there's they estimate there's thousands of other groups just like this on facebook and that's just one <laughs> It's just one platform, you know, there's we all know about the red pill community on Reddit and all the different ways that men's rights groups are popping up and gaining strength and teaching their toxic relationship stuff to young boys every day. And it's it's fucking scary as fuck. Uh Yeah,
1: I'm terrified. I, it's making me it's making me feel better about being kicked off Facebook until I realize that I just spent just as much time on like other social media apps. Like it, it doesn't even matter. Like Facebook is just the more cringy version of a social media site, but they're all the same. They're all, um, they're all there with the trappings to rope in people mm-hmm. who are looking
2: for answers. We're very troubled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone who says that they have an external answer to your problem that doesn't come from within you is lying. Nobody does. I mean,
1: unless, like, they got, you know, a bag of cash and just want to hand it over. But they say that you always... You always pay for it,
2: like even <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Like potentially coming across the devil himself, and he offers you his big bag of goodies. <laughs> I was thinking like a sugar daddy
1: or sugar mom, but like even that, that you know, they say you pay for it elsewhere. Uh
2: yeah, no such thing as
1: a free lunch, babe. There's no free lunches, <laughs> no free lunches. So yeah, anyone telling you the free lunches, is... there's some strings there. Um, okay, everyone, stay stay safe out there. Yeah. We love you guys in a way that ha- there's healthy boundaries to that love, but also it's very it's 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 full in my heart.
2: Mhm. Yeah. And we've got suggestions for you guys. If you guys want to ask us who to date, like we will tell you. Like if you ask, but we're not going to slide into your DMs telling you, but if you ask us, we will answer. Yeah. Give us some options. I would
1: actually I mean, I love talking out people's problems, not in a culty way. This is bad. I feel like I need to end (laughs) this now. But I'm like, if you do, if you are trying to work out a dilemma, I'm like, hey, maybe let me know. I just want to know the hot goss.
2: Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to ask for advice, which is just what would that person do in your shoes, basically. But just just the big questions, like, what do I do with my life? How do I know the right person I'm with? You know, nobody can ever, ever tell you that. No. That's no. just you. You have to figure that out.
1: And all they can do is suggest things, like suggesting that if you enjoy this podcast, if you want to rate it five stars on <laughs> Spotify or Apple um, or subscribe, I can't make you, but I would suggest it strongly because... I, it will help yeah and
2: come join us over on patreon and we can indulge in our cult-like behaviors on discord etc <laughs> etc
1: patreon.com slash just become a whole thing okay love you guys Bye. Long, so well.
3: this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network